But I want you to realize a, a, a terrifying fact that this dude was more afraid uh, was more afraid of the police than he was of drowning. Yeah. Alright, hey everybody. Last part of the show, let's get it. Um after <laughs> after the the shooting that happened in Parkland, there was a very interesting moment where there was a resource officer on site who ran and hid when the shooter started opening fire. And they sued that officer for, you know, not protecting the kids. And he won. And when I say he won, the officer won by the federal judge ruling that it's not his job to do that. And then you think back to 2005 when there was a Supreme Court case that stated police aren't obligated to put their life on the line to save or protect or serve people. They're there to enforce the law, protect property, and forcibly take taxes from you. They are there to enforce violence on you if you do not follow the law or try to oppose the rich, period. They will enforce the law. Like, yeah, I want you to think about during the summer, during George Floyd protest of 2020, how many videos do we did we see? How many videos of officers geared up from head to toe? Shoving people to the ground, beating people, throwing them, arresting them, driving their cars through crowds. How many of those officers did we see acting big and tough only to find out that if someone pulls a gun, they could run away? And 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 I and I always bring this up. Misha Xavier Johnson was the was was the was the blueprint response to a militarized police force in Dallas during after they killed a black man in Dallas and they had a BLM protest and these officers who just killed this man wanted to then line up and protest with the protesters and Misha wasn't going for it and he slaughtered nine of those people and while some people call him a monster I look at him and say yo he served this country for five years two years Went over there and killed everyone that he was supposed to. Came here and found out they still killing him. It's the sort of the shell shock realization, like working as a World War II veteran and being treated better in France and overseas than you were over here in the United States. And then when it was time to come back, people were like, "No, I'm not. Why would I go back?" It's something to think about. I don't shy away from the fact that you know that dude had a way with it, but. I'm not I'm not oblivious to this fact. I know if I have a personal issue that I can't rely. I, there's certain things I'm just not calling the cops for. Cops for mental mental health illness. If you ever catch me mental health, I'd rather you knock me the fuck out than an officer kill me. Uh, someone burglarized my house. Not calling the cops. <laughs> I'll call my insurance company in the morning and get a report and all that shit in the morning when the sun's out because all they hear is. Burglar at the house, they see a black person sitting out front, they shoot me, period. Um just there's just there's just no reason. I, I got a gun in my house. I'm good. 
I remember when the police came to my house asking questions about like uh, a vehicle that was parked outside of my car, outside of my house. Is that your vehicle, sir? I don't know. Run, run the tags and then run, run the address to see where the tags take you. I'm not here to help you do your job. And they're like, you don't have to be difficult, sir. Hey, shut the fuck. I closed the door on his face. It, that's another thing. Don't open. Don't open yourself up to being in front of an officer face to face. There's so many things we go on, but that's not what we're here to talk about. What we're actually here to talk about is more proof that calling the police is not going to benefit you. So we have this story, right? We go to cops probed after video shows response to an Arizona man drowning death. Let's hear about it, shall we? Three Tempe officers standing right here on this walkway has now been seen around the country and the world. And there's growing debate of how those officers acted as Sean Bickings drowned 40 yards away. What are you doing, my friend? No one knows what Sean Bickings was thinking when he jumped into Tempe Town Lake. What are you doing? But swimming is a civil violation, not criminal. So officers didn't stop him. That morning, the 34-year-old experiencing homelessness hadn't committed a crime. He did have some minor drug warrants, though. The subject that by Paul Levin was running, jumped in the lake and was trying to swim away. Bicking swam 40 yards out. Minutes later, he started struggling, then calling for help. You could have somebody that looks like they're a strong swimmer, they're doing well, and all of a sudden... It hits, and it hits fast. Lon Bartel is a former Peoria police officer. Do officers have an obligation to jump in after somebody in distress? No, they don't. Um, we run into an understanding that's been established by the Supreme Court that law enforcement does not have a duty to protect. There's also risk associated with trying to rescue someone who's drowning. They will climb on top of you, do everything they can to keep their head above water. That can be very dangerous, but it's also the case that there's a, usually a, a bunch of other things that you can do. You can look for some object. The main Tempe Police Union said Monday their officers don't have water rescue training or equipment to help. But Clark Neely, an attorney with the D.C. think tank Cato Institute, wonders about another question. If it had been a fellow police officer about to drown, um, how likely do you think it is that these three couldn't have thought of anything to do in order to assist without exposing themselves to risk? Tempe didn't release the full body camera video, citing its sensitive nature. But just before he goes under, Bickings yells, I can't touch. Oh, God, please help me. Help me. And... There's something nerve-wracking about that because they do pose a great question there at the end. If it was another officer, would they have jumped in? It, would they have made more of a sense of an urgency? Also, like, we... we <laughs> once again, this is, is, is I'm laughing because it's, it's, it's hard not to laugh at this because it's like, it's so painfully obvious that every piece of equipment that an officer has is designed to keep them safe. A lot of people think their first aid kit is designed for the, the people. No, it's designed to treat other officers who might come into the line of fire or might receive injuries. It's not for you. That's what EMS is for. So every single piece of equipment that an officer has in their vehicle is kind of mind boggling that the officer's vehicle doesn't come with a flotation device, a life jacket or something 
because it's not something that is an, a reasonable risk that most officers would take. But this is further proof because Tempe, Arizona, where this happened, 40% of their, of their over 40% of their annual budget goes into policing. And it's crazy because police there are bad at their job. But I want to further express that it's not really about police not caring. It's like police, what's their job? They don't care. Any officer in that situation could, if that was their kid out there or some uh, somebody, like if it was one of their family members, as we learned at Uvalde, they would have ran into that building, saved their kid, and left the other kids. The expectation in that video, when I see this video, when I hear this video, is they, that they would jump into the to the to the lake. If there were four kids there and one of them was there, and one of their kids were there, they would jump into the lake, save their one kid, and leave the other three to drown. That's the expectation I have when I see police. So b- believe me, when there's no shock when I see the same exact police department video. And it's, it's, it's by the same ABC7. Literally, days apart. A week apart. Dog. Police in Phoenix rescue Labrador. Who got stuck in canal amid heat. Or channel. Canal. The dog reportedly jumped into the water to cool off, but couldn't figure out a way out. They got poles and some more shit. They figured it out with this dog. This animal rescue in Phoenix, police there shared body camera footage of officers saving a dog from a canal. The Labrador jumped in the water, apparently to cool off from the sizzling Arizona heat, but then couldn't figure out how to get out. Officers used a net to catch it in the water and then grabbed the lab by the collar to finish getting the dog to safety. The pup was exhausted, but safe. And yeah, it did successfully apparently cool off yeah I... check out this so so like they, they could have figured it out the same police department same everything they could have figured it out but i want you to realize a, a, a terrifying fact that this dude was more afraid uh was more afraid of the police than he was of drowning this dude was so terrified of the police that he would rather drown to avoid them. And to be in a position, to be in a position where you rather put yourself in danger than actually face the police is what more do you need to say, right? What more proof do you need of this the horrific situation that the police state has created in this country? For a black man, at least. Right? Because him knowing his rights and everything, the fact that he didn't feel confident enough to speak on his rights, the fact that he he, he felt the need to jump into a lake with no visible route of escape. It's tragic, man, but, you know, that's the world we live in. And that's the consequences of them. But, hey, let me know what you all think about this. It's definitely tragic, but... Ah, yeah, man... They, they sure did figure out a plan to save those dogs real quick, right? What am I saying? Exactly, right? But that's the end of the show.